Welcome to the Geek Explorer Not Off Topic Debrief, where we uh, have a casual chat about some things in the geekosphere. I'm John Williams. I'm Ben Robinson. Yeah, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. It's raining here. It's nice. Yeah, yeah. After some summer heat last week, we're getting a little more of a little chill and a little rain. I'm happy. I, I was worried that instead of a long spring, it was going to turn into a long summer. So yeah, <laughs> I'm glad that's at least at bay for the moment. <laughs> so, uh, how are you hanging with the uh, with the family during the the ongoing crisis? Everyone's talking about COVID nineteen. I haven't heard of it. I'm not, what, what is this <laughs> thing you speak of? Um, Business as usual. Yeah, pr- pretty much. I mean, uh, work. I'm still working and uh, going to do that every day. And uh, the kids aren't doing their homework, and I'm yelling at them for it and trying to get I them saw to it. do That's that. That's true. So, uh, yeah, I found out my son had been like coming into this my my booth here where I record. I told him he could use it to do his homework. And found out that he'd been coming in and, and watching YouTube all day instead. Um, so, you know, poorly supervised children don't just volunteer to do homework, it turns out. <laughs> yeah, I probably would have done the same thing at that age. I absolutely would have. I didn't do homework when I had to go to school for the most part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at home, I would have done even less. But Yeah, but if my parents asked, I definitely did. Yeah, that's pretty much what we ran into and then uh, figured out that was all a lie. So he's uh, he got himself in a little bit of trouble and has been doing a lot of homework to catch himself back up. Oh, shit. So that was fun. How about you? Um, Yeah, same. Working at home. Uh, the girls are still alive. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little surprised. I mean, you could probably get a reasonable amount of peace and quiet and focus in a jail cell. <laughs> oh, I don't know. There'd be some hooting and hollering. With uh, if someone someone as pretty as me showed up there with these big <laughs> lips, um, but yeah, no, keep insane, uh, working on the comic. Yeah, as as we had mentioned before, we're uh, we're gearing up for our Kickstarter uh, coming soon. We've we've uh, got some samples in the works with a colorist that we found online. So she did a first pass, and we made some notes. She's doing a second pass right now. So I'm looking forward to sharing that. With people, once we get all the uh, all the details ironed out and everything running smooth, yeah, shit, yeah. Once we got that back, we could put everything together and kind of get that thing live. I'm excited. Yeah, I've never done a Kickstarter yep. before. Me either. It's it's frightening. I you yeah. know, and I'm still not sure whether to go full Kickstarter or Indiegogo. I know we we talked to somebody that uh, that gave us some some good tips. But I've been seeing some some big creators doing Indiegogo, and uh, I don't know. Well, yeah, because it comes down to like, well, do you go there because that's where big creators are doing it, or do you not go there because that's where big creators are doing it? Like, do you want to compete with those guys, or is that where the people are? I, I have no idea. I, we're going to be way in over our heads, and uh, whatever. We'll just yeah, deal we with might we might fail the first time. Yeah, yeah, that's what, it, what unless happens. our loyal listeners come in and push us over the edge. Yeah, yeah. If you guys listening have any you know preference on one or the other, uh, let us know why. Because uh, yeah, because I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's it. the The line art is uh, is cruising and should be should be done. I've I've got a deadline set in myself that I'm not going to say out loud because I've already botched all the other times I did that. So we'll see. <laughs> I'll let you know uh, 
when the time comes. If I succeed, you will definitely hear about it. Coming soon. Yeah. So I guess let's get into it. Uh, do we want to start on a on a dark note? Oh, yeah. Start with the, the, the piles of celebrity bodies that have been building up over the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Holy to? shit, man. It's like uh, 2017 all over again. Yeah, it's been uh, been kind of busy. Yeah, one one death that I wanted to talk about, because uh, this happened before our last uh, off-topic debrief, and for whatever reason, I just super spaced on it, but um, I wanted to make sure I touched on it because it was somebody who brought a lot of laughs into my life and Angelina's life more recently. Uh, that was uh, Sam Lloyd from Scrubs. He played Ted, the lawyer. Yeah. From all accounts, he was a good, good man and super funny in real life. He was a, you know, that, that acapella group that they had in the show was his real life band. I think it was called The Blanks. Is that what it was? Oh, interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, they actually toured and played music and sang. He was Christopher Lloyd's nephew. Yeah. That was a bit of trivia I just learned from the uh, Fake Doctor's Real Friends podcast with uh, Zach Braff and Donald Faison. Um, but yeah, they especially had some, some really nice things to say on their show. Um, but yeah, funny dude, RIP. He, did he do much else? I know he was in the, like Cougar Town show for a little while, but otherwise I'm trying to th- think of anything else he was really memorable from. Yeah, he did do some other sitcoms, uh, that, that I've only read on like a list of his credits. And Un- unfortunately, you know, I'm, I'm not. I'm not that well versed in sitcom television of the last 20 years, but the answer is yes, he did do other things. I mean, he's, yeah, he's a working actor, so he must have been doing things. Yeah. So, uh, good. Yeah. Only well, 56 or, no, years old, man. Bad. Yeah. He's dead. Um, then, uh, we also have Roy. And as you asked, when I, uh, when I sent that to you, you said, Roy who, or I don't know who Roy is. Yeah. It was Roy from, uh, Siegfried and Roy. The uh, the popular Las Vegas magician stage act, famous for their their white tiger. Was he the one that got mauled by the tiger, or was that Siegfried back in the? Oh like shit! The 90s? I don't know. Yeah, that was a few years ago, wasn't it? I was. I was probably a decade ago. Oh shit! Really? Wow. Um. Wow. I thought it happened more recently. I gotta look that up real quick. I think. I think that a lot. Like, holy shit! It's been fifteen years since that happened. Oh boy. <laughs> Oh, Roy Harn was, or Roy Horn was his name. Um, let's see. Shit. Yeah. 2004. Yeah. Or, or three. Oh no, it was 2003. That is nuts. I could have sworn it happened like four years ago. Well, yeah, I've got, I got a, I got a fucking 12 year old daughter now. Like, holy shit. Time flies. (laughs) Um, yeah, this one, he actually did get hit by the, by the coronavirus. This was a Corona death. Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah, I never, uh, I never saw their show. Yeah, me either. I only went to Vegas once, and I didn't go to any magic shows. Like Penn and Teller were playing, and I really wanted to go. Didn't do it. Probably should have, because one of them's going to die eventually. Yeah, no shit. That would be a good show to go to. Like, I don't, I don't really have much interest in Vegas shows. Uh, they'd, they'd be fun to see, but Penn and Teller is an act that I would actually seek out if I was there. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I fully planned on it, and just uh, there was a lot of booze and other things to do and uh didn't get around to it i heard that as booze as if people were booing you i was like oh man there was probably some of that there was (laughs) lots of booze and i just couldn't uh couldn't handle it i had to go shelter in place cry in my room yeah 
Um, and I guess the, the, the great Fred Willard passed. Yeah. That one was what, just yesterday, right? Uh, the 15th. Day before yesterday? Yeah, day before yesterday. Yeah. He, yeah. Uh, as far as I heard, it was just natural causes. Okay. And he was 86. So, you know. Yeah, I think that's where I pulled the number 86 from for Little Richard. So I, I, I'm not, I'm going to check Little Richard's uh, age just so I'm not spreading disinformation. Sounds about right for Little Richard. But yeah, Fred Willard was, was uh, one of the improv greats, uh, was involved in a lot of those, you know, the Christopher Guest improv movies. He was in Spinal Tap. Yeah, yeah. He was uh, Hook Stratton. Yeah, yeah. He, he, you know, he's in Best in Show and uh, Mighty Wind and Waiting for Guffman. Um, all kinds of stuff. He was, he, he, he was very rarely like a main character, but he was generally a side character, but he was a side character that was very memorable. Yes. Yeah. A legend in the supporting character roles. I can't even think of a time where he, where he was the lead player, but he was always so good in what he did. Like the, what happened in, uh, (laughs) in best in show. Yeah. And he was just, he was a brilliant improviser and, uh, and it's going to be weird. If, uh, you know, when that crew does another movie, if they do know, they're all getting pretty old. Yeah. If they do another one and he's not there, it's going to be, I I will be missing him. Yeah. You'll be waiting for him to pop out. Yep. Yeah. I remember the first time I saw him was in a uh, Superman 50th anniversary special on network television and where they would have little vignettes. And I think he played like the mayor of Metropolis or something. Awesome. And uh, yeah, it was good and funny. They they had a lot of funny people. I remember Dana Carvey hosted it. Interesting. Of all people. Yeah, there was a lot of Saturday Night Live players in there. It was good. Um, and we also have the uh, the legend, Jerry Stiller, from Seinfeld and King of Queens and countless other things. The the father of, uh, of Ben Stiller. Probably a lot of things before that that I'm not aware of because I wasn't born. Like, yeah. like he was, you know, a big deal before Seinfeld. That's for sure. <laughs> but, yeah. You know, I uh, I wasn't a big deal before Seinfeld, so. Yeah, Seinfeld was definitely my my big exposure to him. Like he will always be George's George's. Yeah. What, what was his name? I don't even remember his first name. He was just George's dad to me. Uh, yeah, Mister Costanza. I remember. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I remember his mom's name was Estelle, or at least I think so. Shit, never mind. I don't. I don't know anything actually. I don't know anything for sure. Yeah, knowing things just gets you in trouble, John. <laughs> yeah, or claiming to know things. <laughs> You got another one? Um, I that that's I think that's all I have. I think you had sent me someone else that I also didn't know who they were. So yeah, yeah. The last one on my list was uh, was Martin Pasco, who was a uh, a legendary DC Comics writer since uh, since like I think nineteen seventy three or four. Oh, nice. And um, he was no, he was most well known for his work on Superman and Justice League, and then he did uh, a lot of writing for the Batman animated series later on in the in the nineties. Oh, cool. Um, he passed away at sixty five. So, wow. rest in peace, entertainers. Holy shit, it's happening again. They keep getting older. I don't know what the deal is. Yeah, fuckers. So, how about we jump into some news? All right. I can't think of any giant, giant big news, but there's a lot of cool little snippets that have been happening over the last couple of weeks. So um, I've been been keeping tabs on it just so we'd have something to talk about besides what it is we're up to. Yeah, yeah, because there's, I mean, there's nothing really new. There's no movies coming out. There's no movies in production. So uh, you, you get announcements of things that may happen in the future. And yeah. That's, 
kind of it, but uh, yeah, and, and a lot of a lot of oh, this is getting pushed back. You're like, oh, okay, great news. And they're like, hey, news on this movie. You can almost predict that it's it's getting pushed. It ain't back. happening. Yeah, like like one little quick blurb that I heard that uh, had absolutely no uh, no information behind it, other than it was announced, was that um, Taika Waititi is was announced to write and direct the next Star Wars feature or a Star Wars feature film due out in 2022. I don't know if that's going to be the next one or not, but uh, that's all they said. Uh, and that's enough to get me kind of excited because I I've been really enjoying his films. Yeah, here's hoping he can temper his uh, his humor to fit within a Star Wars world. And I think he can. Star Wars definitely has room for humor in it. Um, uh, yeah. You know, it's not a main franchise big trilogy. You know, it's not the sequel trilogy. I would have been a little concerned about that. Uh, but you know, you could you could tell a funny Star Wars story, and uh, I would be very happy to watch it. Well, here's hoping Kathleen Kennedy doesn't fuck it up because the last time she hired a couple of funny dudes to direct a movie, they got fired and the half of the movie got reshot. So, yeah, yeah. Well, you fingers know, crossed. That, that's been my Star Wars motto for a number of years now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope Kathleen Kennedy doesn't fuck it up. Yeah. So, yeah, that 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 could be neat. I'm I'm. Yeah, I don't have anything else to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's I really agree. It. <laughs> it could be good. I might like it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so speaking of things getting pushed, uh, there is, there's been a Batman story that's been in the works for, I don't know, probably two or three years now that people have been freaking out over uh, when we're going to get a release date for it. It's called Three Jokers. Uh, there was a story a few years ago in comics um, in Justice League where... Batman sat on Metron's Mobius chair where he has access to all the universe's knowledge. And he asked the chair, you know, what is the real identity of the Joker? And the response he got was there are three. Ooh. So, yeah. And and that was like a, a big fucking preview, you know, like, oh, shit, here comes this big story. And years later, we're finally we finally got a release date like a month or two ago, maybe right before all this shit started. Uh, we got the release date of June. And I was excited. I like that artist that's on it, Jason Fabok. I'm I'm ready to see this. He's pulling some of his like Batman design uh, stuff from the '89 movie, so I can get behind that. Oh, cool. I like drawing '89 Batman, uh, but it's been pushed back to August, so that's not so bad. Comic books are actually coming back. You know, Diamond's going to start back up the uh, end of this month, I believe. Maybe maybe next week. Yeah, that's cool. I, so. I imagine comics are the kind of thing that like you don't have to like go into an office to do. I imagine most, at least the big name artists, probably all work from home anyway. I would imagine. Yeah, I don't think it's like the old days where you would go in and there'd be like a big floor of a of an office building filled with folks drawing comic books. Yeah, the old Marvel bullpen where everyone's chomping on cigars and and throwing around pages and they have ink smears all over their hands. Yeah, though yeah. that is kind of cool. Oh, I like, love it. That and would be an awesome I, place to work. I've, re I've read a few times that, that that wasn't actually the thing, that it was just like something that Stan Lee created the, the visual of in his like soapbox column just to, to make, make people believe that's what it was. Because it is a really cool thought. I, I love that. I believe that. Seems like something Stan Lee would do. Yeah, totally. So in, in opposite news, you know, things getting pushed off and canceled, uh, we've got 
the possibility that the Superman movie is back on and pushed uh, into priority status. The the Man of Steel one? Uncertain, but... So a Superman movie. Yes. <laughs> you know, about a year ago, there was all that controversy over whether or not um, WB was fully ditching Henry Cavill as Superman. And they they were definitely going with a Supergirl movie that they that they put into at least movement stages because it wasn't pre-production, but they were getting some that that was going to be their focus. They were looking for people to make that and to write it. And Superman was getting put on the back burner for a few years. But reports have been coming out just recently that their focus is shifting away from Supergirl and back on to getting Superman into theaters again. And I could not be happier, of course. Yeah, I wonder wonder which Superman we're going to get. Personally, I, I'm hoping for, and I believe they will go for a new one. I think they're going to reboot it because there's too much, um, I, I'll just, I guess I'll just call it as it is. There's too much negative press attached to the whole Zack Snyder universe. People in general love Man of Steel and always wanted Cavill to get another movie, you know, get another shot at the character that was presented at the end of Justice League where he was, you know, more Superman than ever before. But I, th- I think I think that ship has sailed. It's run its course. I I can't see them signing Cavill for, you know, another three movies. And if they're just going to do one movie and then have to reboot, I don't even I don't even ca- I, I didn't really care for him much in the role. I've spoken about that before. Yeah. So I would love to see someone new get a shot at a brand new Superman universe. Let's do it. We've got a new Batman. You know, keep Wonder Woman and Aquaman if you if you want to Shazam, whatever. Are they even going for like a universe thing, like working towards another Justice League movie or have they just because there's probably some sense in just being, you know what, fuck it. Let's just make some decent standalone movies and not fuck with this. Yeah. From what I've heard, that is more the focus right now, because they they also want to do a New Gods movie, which wouldn't tie directly into a Justice League movie unless they brought Mr. Miracle and Big Barda in there. Or I guess if they did make Darkseid the big villain. But from what I've heard, which I don't have any inside sources or anything, just uh, just secondhand speculation, um, that is the plan. You know, like, let's make our movies, let's make our TV series. And then later on down the road, you know, 10 years from now, if we want to tie them together, we can see how to make that happen. But, you know, they'd have all sorts of logistic problems right now anyway, just from from uh, having a new Batman in this universe coexisting at the same time as Wonder Woman and Aquaman from the previous one. Yeah, and it's and the Batman movie's looking like it's going to be like a like a year two or three Batman, like an early career Batman. Yeah. So and and there's always the uh, there's the persistent uh, rumors that the Flash movie will will be a soft reboot for the whole universe, where you know they they can have him fuck with the timeline, and then all of a sudden you know different people are are in different places and doing different things. So. But after Ezra Miller choked that chick out and slammed her on the ground in like, where was it? Like uh, Switzerland or something like, I don't know how fast we're going to be seeing a new Flash movie. No pun intended. I didn't even hear about that. Holy shit. Oh, shit. (laughs) That should have been news on one of our uh, previous off-topic debriefs. (laughs) Yeah, man. It was probably like a month ago. There's actual like cell phone footage of him like like choking a chick outside of a bar and like slamming her on the ground. Cause I guess they were, they were having some sort of verbal altercation inside the bar. I imagine they were having some sort of disagreement. If that happens, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's just running around choking random broads. So, hey, Ezra Miller's like, 
I'm on vacation. Yeah. So I, I don't know. There, there hasn't been any official release from Warner Brothers as to whether or not Ezra Miller is uh, is going to stay in the role of Flash. But I would be shocked if he did. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. So one cool thing I saw. Uh, have you have you played Mortal Kombat 11 at all? Oh, shit. Yeah, I got that on my notes. No, I have not played the game. But yeah, our 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 super fan, uh, Casey Thomas texted me a, a a link to this it's a pretty cool game and uh but they got the new expansion aftermath i guess they're calling it coming out yeah it's gonna have fucking robocop in it oh and not only is it gonna have robocop it's voiced by peter weller like it, i that's fucking i was cool. shocked when i heard that like that is so fucking badass <laughs> yeah that's awesome yeah casey sent me a message on facebook he's like have have you seen who's in the new Mortal Kombat? I'm just like, who the hell would it be? like? Okay, they had the DC license, so maybe they're crossing Superman over in there. Like, what else would I get excited about? And when I saw that it was fucking RoboCop, I was just like, uh, oh. And I totally told him that I was going to wait for his response, and I got too uh, too impatient, so I, I went ahead and watched it. But I still <laughs> acted like I didn't when he uh, when he told me. <laughs> But yeah, so that, that'll be cool, uh, fighting as RoboCop. I'm curious to see RoboCop's fatalities. Have you seen uh, the gameplay footage? Uh, I've saw, like, the trailer, and they, they just, like, hinted, or they just, like, teased RoboCop at the end. I haven't seen any... Yeah, when he steps out and has a line. It's, yeah. That's the only thing I saw, too. I, I did... Somebody did... Uh, it, probably what... I think it was Casey. Uh, sent me a link for gameplay footage, and I totally spaced on checking it out. Oh, I didn't even know there was gameplay footage yet. Yeah, because he wouldn't do a whole lot of moving or, like, jumping. It'll be weird to see RoboCop jumping. Yeah, he's not a very lithe individual. Like, he does not uh, do spin kicks. (laughs) But also in Mortal Kombat 11 is the Terminator, so you can play out those uh, childhood fantasies. Yeah, unfortunately, it's Dark Fate Terminator. So it's it's old fucking Arnold instead of, uh, like, proper T-800. Barf. Yeah, it's kind of disappointing. Hopefully they'll reskin it. And uh, Shiva's back, too, which is kind of cool. Yeah, th- I mean, that trailer was fucking great. Yeah. It was a long trailer, and it, it got me excited. I haven't I haven't played a Mortal Kombat game since 10, and I only ever played that a couple times because they had, like, Freddy Krueger and Jason, yeah. and that, that was exciting to me. I love, I love how Mortal Kombat does that. They're like, okay, we got all our core characters, we're going to do this shit, and then uh, we're just going to throw some random fucking properties that you like in here, because why not? Yeah. And that's cool. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, Injustice 2 has uh, the Ninja... Oh, does it? I didn't know that. Yeah, I I haven't played it, but I uh, I remember seeing the trailer. I mean, this is a year or two ago. Um, let's see. Just to follow up on the continuing AMC news and them uh, going out of business, they there are early reports that Amazon is looking to buy them. Oh, why not? Jeff Bezos has plenty of money. I saw that he's yeah poised to be the world's first trillionaire. Oh shit, that's so insane. Yeah, that's a lot of money. I mean, I wonder if, like, it's it's one of those things, like, when you have a crush on a teacher or something. Uh, let's see, what was it? I think it was in, fuck, I can't remember. Either, like, I think it was, yeah, it was Arrested Development when George Michael had a crush on his teacher. And you have those little fantasies where it's like, well, you know, if she's chaperoning a dance and you just say, like, hey, uh, want to dance? Uh, and she's like, oh, okay, why not? Or something, you know, like, you have those fantasies when you're a little kid. Like, I, I have one of those with, like, Jeff Bezos. It's like if I could just get an email to him where it's like, Hey dude, can I have a couple grand? And he's like, 
hey, I like your moxie, kid. Like, <laughs> you, just, you just went ahead and, and asked for something. Sure. Couple fucking Here, let me, grand. Ask for a million bucks. Yeah, well, let, let me let me pull that out of my uh, out of my lint trap on my laundry. Well, think about it. A trillionaire means that he has a thousand billion dollars. That's a that's a lot of dollars. Yeah, that is a uh, that is a fuck of a lot of dollars. He's he's got a million million dollars. I wouldn't want to be like one of those homeless people that that comes up and says like, "Hey, can I have a couple dollars?" It's like, get the fuck out of here. You know, like if if you're asking for my change, I've got pocket change that I don't need. Well, I guess I don't anymore. I don't really carry cash much. Do, do you but, have a million quarters? Because that's what it'd be like, Jeff Bezos giving you one of his quarters when he had a million of them. <laughs> yeah, I guess if I did have a million $1 bills in my pocket yeah. and a homeless guy asked for, for a, a couple bucks, I'd, I'd give him three bucks. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. So fucking uh, go for the gusto. <laughs> so you were saying about AMC. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah. So Amazon is possibly looking to buy them, which would be great for them. They would own a theater outlet, you know, because they've been getting themselves into the original content game for uh, for the last several years. Hey, if I can go to the movies for free with my Prime membership, pretty stoked about that. Or get a discount at the movies. I didn't even think about that. Fucking Yeah. Prime perk. Yeah. Oh, what if they did like early pre-sale tickets for Prime members? Yeah, they could do any kind of thing like that. And uh, like I said he's got—they're making money hand over fist. So if they want you to see and raise hype of their new movie, uh, why not? Yeah, be like, hey, Geek Exploration, the podcast—we're kind of a—we're kind of a big deal in the <laughs> in the in the geekosphere. <laughs> you know, throw out, throw out a term like that that they've no, that they've probably never heard. So they'd be like, oh shit. We don't even know the term. We don't know what's going on here. <laughs> These guys are just fucking making up words here. They must yeah. be important. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, what about you? You got, you got anything else? Yeah. So uh, I do got, I got one more. There was a PlayStation 5 like gameplay reveal for the Unreal 5 engine. Yeah. That, um, that you know, from uh, the Epic Games is putting out. And, and like it didn't, they didn't say like this is a certain game. It was more of a, just a tech demo of what the PS5 is going to be capable of with Unreal 5, which, I mean, frankly, there's going to be a bunch of Unreal 5 games on the uh, Series X as well. Is that, like, the beefy PlayStation 4? Well, no, that's the uh, that's the the Microsoft one, the Xbox Series X. Oh, is that what they're calling the new uh, the new uh, Xbox? Yeah, they're, they got their naming convention from who knows where. I don't, I don't know. They got an odd numbering system. From... Marvel 1993, where you just throw an X on anything, and yeah. and there it is. Oh, yeah, they went from Xbox to Xbox 360 to the Xbox One. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now to the Series X. Like, they're all over the fucking place. But, uh, so it'll be on that as well. And, uh, you know, some people, you know, the Xbox fanboys are going to claim it runs better on the Series X, and the PlayStation fanboys are going to, you know, beg to differ. But, yeah. uh all in all, it looked fucking awesome. It looked super cool. Uh, the lighting on it was ridiculous. Like everything casts appropriate looking shadows and the the geometry they had was, you know, like down to like individual rocks. It wasn't just like a texture of rocks on the hill. Like each one of them casts individual shadows and bugs scattering. And it just, it looks super cool. And then it ended with like a cool flight sequence that uh, looked super fun to play. It was really fast and really clean looking and uh there was no like pop or anything now it's a tech demo so 
they could have spent hours rendering it. But supposedly this is like in in-game rendered footage. So if that's true, it looks fucking cool. Yeah, you you thankfully you showed me that uh trailer before we started recording. That that shit is fucking slick. Yeah, the model on the detail on those uh those statues and shit going through there was yeah. nuts. Yeah, you should uh well if you feel like it, you should drop a uh drop that link in oh, yeah. on the show notes. Yeah, I will. Yeah, that, so. That's uh that was a cool fucking demo. Because because I did not get a uh the like a PS4. And like yeah. I've got an Xbox One, but I like got it way late in the game and it's kind of the low end one. And uh so I'd be kind of excited to get something that looked that nuts. But uh, I would be kind of excited to play yours because I know I'm not gonna buy one. Yeah, well, it depends on how much they come out at, I guess. I don't know. We'll see. They haven't announced that yet. No, that'll probably be the the last thing on their list. You know, speaking of video games, this is something that I didn't go in and do a bunch of research on. So unfortunately, I'm a little unprepared. But I did see like a sponsored ad for a game that's coming to Kickstarter on May 19th called The Last Faith. And I watched a little trailer for it on YouTube. And I thought it looked pretty fucking cool. It it's definitely calling back to like the 16-bit era or even like the uh the 32-bit era of like Symphony of the Night uh Castlevania games. And oh, it's neat. uh it's it's very Castlevania. Yeah, Castlevania-esque, I think you said the other day. Yeah. Um Oh yeah, I'm watching so, it right now. It does uh looks kind of cool. Yeah. It looks like a game I would enjoy because modern gaming has left me behind. I just, I, I don't have, I don't know if it's that I don't have the time or I don't have the patience or the attention span, but you know, I can get into an old side scrolling platformer where I'm just running around and hitting three different buttons to do things. So if there's, if there's another like throwback Castlevania type game, I'm down. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. Like the little clip I just watched, it looked like it might even have co-op. Oh shit! Yeah, because it, it did look like there were two main characters. Yeah, that would be neat. Co-op. Oh, I'd play some co-op. Yeah, that'd be fucking rad. Well, cool. Uh, you got any recommendations for this week? Uh, yes. Yeah, actually, that that was the last thing on my list. Is uh something that's been happening that's really cool is all these virtual get-togethers that people are doing with. Um, not just your friends, but with celebrities. So there's that uh, YouTube series, The Reunited Apart, hosted by Josh Gad. Um, they've done two episodes so far. One was with the uh, the Goonies, and the other was Back to the Future. Now, I watched Goonies first because Kyle recommended it to me. I, I personally, I am not a fan of Josh Gad. He, he just, his face and his voice just fucking annoy me. So I, I don't, I don't get into anything that Josh Gad's involved in usually, but I gave it a chance and I struggled through the first few minutes where it was just him talking to camera. But that Goonies one, man, like Kyle said, you just grin from ear to ear from start to finish. It was so good. Oh, shit. Yeah. Back to the Future one was was I don't know if if it was just that my expectations were so high from Goonies, but it wasn't as good, but it was still fun. You know, seeing the cast back together. It's just the cast gets together and kind of bullshits about uh, the the movie. Is that what it is? More or less. I don't want to go into too much detail because there are surprises that hmm. 
that I that I wasn't expecting. And just like the whole time, like when something happened that surprised me, I, I had to like text Scott. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? This just happened. What? You know, it's it's a uh, it's it's exciting if you're a super fan of things. You know, we're really hoping for Ghostbusters. But along that same vein, on the 23rd, uh, Judith Hogue, who played April O'Neil in the 1990 uh, Ninja Turtles movie, is hosting a virtual pizza party and uh, Ninja Turtles watch through, I believe, or like a watch along. Uh, they're going to they're going to do the same thing, have tons of people from uh, from the movie, whether it was cast and crew, you know, people involved because this is the 30th anniversary of that movie. And they were going to do some big thing this year. But with everything going on, they they switched gears. So 23rd, we got to grab some pizza and get on that Zoom call with Judith Hogue. Well, that does sound cool. Yeah. What about you? So, uh, yeah, I got a couple. Uh, one of them is one that you sent to me or that you uh, dropped off uh, for my quarantainment, I guess. Oh, yeah. You dropped off some uh, comic books for me, and one of the series was uh, Second Coming. Yeah. And uh, it was fucking brilliant. I loved it. Uh, it. I think it's just the six issues, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was just a, just a miniseries. The sixth one definitely seemed like an ending, and uh, it's cool. It's basically the story of... Uh, the second coming of Jesus because you know, God sends him down because he thinks he's kind of a wuss and pairs him up with uh, like this Superman-like superhero, except he's not quite as uh, Boy Scout as Superman is. He's a little more kick-ass, take-names kind of guy. Yeah, it's like if Superman was a regular person. Yeah, yeah. If a regular dude had Superman's powers and was still a hero. Yeah. Then, uh, yeah, and God sends Jesus down and says like, hey, teach my son how to be a real you know, a real God essentially. <laughs> and, uh, it is, uh, like, I'm not religious, but, uh, I, you could tell the guy that wrote it. Uh, I think, uh, it, his name is Mark Russell and it was, uh, drawn by Richard Pace. You could tell that he, uh, approached it with a bit of a reverence, but a lot of respect and, and I think did a pretty good portrayal of, uh, of all the characters in it, including Jesus. And, uh, yeah, and God himself was an entertaining character. Yeah, yeah, because he's he's not the standard all loving, all forgiving God. He's yeah, like more of a you know. I think they describe him somewhere in there as like the life of the party kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that was originally supposed to be published by Vertigo, and they succumbed to public pressure. You know, people just hear that there's a comic book in the works about Jesus coming down and hanging out with a superhero. And, you know, they all of a sudden the boycotts and the bans start up, you know, or the threats of it. So Vertigo dropped the book and it got picked up by Ahoy Comics. And I'm glad it did because, like, yeah, like you said, like it, it wasn't it wasn't one writer's like pot shot at religion. No, not at you all. Know, it was just an entertaining story that had a slightly different outlook on the the religious figures. But saying that they do exist in this universe they're just not quite what you imagine you know in in your in your pictures in your bible yeah and I, and i thought you know for all the controversy of, that apparently came before this when the before the book came out that the you know his portrayal of christ was pretty was solid like i don't think there was anything yeah. offensive in that at all like, I mean, like he was the you know forgive people be a nice guy kind of dude yeah, and it wasn't like it was Jesus going to strip clubs and drinking and doing drugs and shit. Like it 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 was Jesus in the real world and 
Yeah, it it was fun watching that, you know, because it, it did still seem like, yeah, like you said, the attitude of Bible Jesus, but in a modern setting, you're like, oh, wow, that's interesting to see how he would react to something like this in the modern world. Yeah, yeah. And, and it, like, and it wasn't like real preachy, like I think on the second page of the book, like the, the Garden of Eden scene, the forbidden fruit are shaped like penises and vaginas. Yeah. <laughs> 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 The other, the other cool thing about it being out on Ahoy Comics that I really liked was the, um, at the end, like they've got short stories and little other extra bits. I think Mm -hmm. the final one's got like a little extra, like five page comic at the end of it. It was just kind of cool. You get done with the book and you got a little something else to read. I think in the editor's notes, it's like, yeah, we kind of feel bad having you spend five bucks for, you know, 10 minutes. So, uh, we'll give you some extra shit here. Yeah, a little little back matter and a palate cleanser. Yeah, yeah, I, I thought that was a really cool approach, and it, it sounds like they do that with all their books, so that's kind of neat. Cool. All right, well, all right, well, thank you for coming out and hanging out with us this time, folks. Uh, if you want to let us know what you think of the show, or if you want to chime in on anything we were talking about, hit us up at email at geeksplorationpodcast.com you can find us on the social medias facebook page geeksploration the podcast instagram geeksploration podcast and twitter at geeksplore pod and if you enjoyed the show go drop us a review on apple podcast or pod chaser that's the other one that is um yeah do that our uh, theme song is celebration by kevin mcleod of incompetech.com bye later